Hey everyone, welcome to the Revive West Des Moines podcast. I'm Jamie Richards, the Young Adult Minister at Hope West Des Moines. What you are about to hear is the live recording from Revive West Des Moines this past week. We hope you can connect with God and the good life that God has for you through what you hear in this message. Check it out. I'm in my feelings right now, really. I love that, I love that video and I love that song. Um, How's everybody doing today? He's doing good. Okay. Good. Good. My man. My man. Well, um, I'm, I'm super excited to be here um, tonight. Jamie, she hit me up. I was like, yes. Because I know when God sends people, he always sends them with a message. And this is always a, a, a kind of an emotional time for me because my mother passed away around this time of the year. And I was five when she passed away. And so, and I remember because I remember being here in Des Moines, and I'm originally not from here, but she was sick, so she had to come up here. And I remember seeing like the Christmas trees and the lights, and I was five, so I remember certain things, and I knew it was Christmas. And so, this time of the year is always um, special to me, because you just never know what you're going to get. And today we're going to be talking about the unexpected Emmanuel, which for those that do not know by now, Emmanuel means... Okay, so most of you guys know. <laughs> God is with us, right? But this is a season of Advent. And Advent means the coming. It means coming. That's what it means. And we're celebrating and we're preparing for the coming of Jesus Christ into the world, but also the second coming when Jesus comes back. So we got to make sure that you guys are ready for that. And I'm super excited because God showed me something today and yesterday and the two weeks that I prepared for this. Because the more you read the scriptures, what happens is the curtain of the scriptures get opens up and you actually get to touch heaven. See, that's why the Bible tells us to not just read the word, but meditate on it. Who, goes, who likes to meditate? Who does, who does all the meditation stuff and the universe stuff, right? And you try, to, you, you, you try to sit there and you try to get in touch with yourself. But that's how it is when you read the scriptures, too, because it's a spiritual book. And so today we are going to be talking about the unexpected ways that Jesus shows up in our lives. And we're going to do it through the lens of Mary and Joseph. Now, you guys already heard from the Bible readers that were up there. Give them a shout out, man. Give them a hand. The Bible readers, you know. Yeah, they did really good. Because I was a little nervous because I didn't like have the scriptures. And I was like, I think we're going to have Bible readers. So I'm going to let them because it would have been too many slides. But I'm going to break down the story because God shows up unexpectedly in many ways. And so with Mary, you guys know the story. Mary was a virgin, right? And at the time in that culture, Jesus, God, Holy Spirit showed up. She was probably about 14 years old and says, hey, I'm going to let you know that Jesus about to come and lay in your little stomach. So I'm just letting you know, I know it's kind of crazy, but he is the one that you guys have been waiting for. Then he drifts off to go speak to Joseph. Now Joseph catches wind because him and Mary, they were engaged. I'm just giving you context of the story. They were engaged when the Holy Spirit showed up and said that you're going to be pregnant. Joseph catches wind and says, pregnant? I don't know about y'all, but if one of my, if my, if my lady pregnant by somebody else, I'm not asking no questions. <laughs> we just about to roll out. Because back in that, because back, but listen though, because back in that culture though, you dated, you got engaged, 
and then you got married the following year. But when you were engaged in that culture, you were considered husband and wife. So you had to go through the divorce even then. So he was actually going to just roll out. But the Holy Spirit showed up or the angel showed up in his dream and said, don't do it. Jesus is coming. And so I'm going to talk about when God shows up unexpectedly. I'm going to focus on the timing of God. Because for Mary, think about Mary. Mary, young, just got engaged, 14, barely knows anything about life. Here comes an angel. The angel's name is Gabriel, by the way. If you guys are fact-checking me, that's what her says all the time. Um, He shows up and says, hey, please don't be afraid. And then says, um, the Holy Spirit's going to put a baby inside you. Now think about, put yourself in Mary's shoes. 14, probably had a vision, probably had a laid out what her life was going to be. And somebody shows up, says, you about to be pregnant. That's, a, that's really difficult to even receive, especially because she was in love with somebody else. And an angel shows up unexpectedly and gives her the news that probably most parents that have kids or anybody that has kids, you don't want your daughter coming home talking about, you got a baby at 14. It's tough. I have a couple of friends that had kids at the age of 14. And I know the weight of that. And she was expecting the king to come. So that's really unexpected. But then you drift over to, let's talk about Joseph. Think about him. When he, caught, when he got the news, hmm, pregnant, he has, a, he has to choose if he wants to even believe that. <laughs> For one, if it was me, I'm like, nah, that's bull. <laughs> right? Because he was probably about 20, 21 around this time. And he has to humble himself to even receive the news unexpectedly. Think about the shift in his plans and the purpose that he had for himself. Because us humans, we love to make plans. And God loves to switch our plans up. That's why sometimes he'll, you'll have these plans laid out and what happens is he'll put a desire in you to do something different. You'd be like, I don't even know why I don't even like that, like that school anymore. I thought I was going to go to Iowa, but now I just fall sudden I feel like I'm a Cyclone fan. Ooh, I heard somebody over here say something. <laughs> but that's how, because uh, there's so much there. Because the timing of God. See, we have to understand in the spirit and in the natural. Let me just focus on this a little bit. There's no timing in the spirit. That's like a natural physical thing. 24 hours in a day, X, Y, and Z. But in the spirit, there's no time. But when God shows up, it's always on time. And I want you guys to know that maybe you're in a season of your life where things have been, where your plans have been rerouted. And I'm letting you guys know, if you know God, you know that he has some big plans and he definitely did for these guys. And so after God shows up, we always talk about where, and this is very important, the where God shows up. And you guys see the stories here. I'm going to break the burning bush down. But I want to talk about some of the opportunities. I don't know about you, but there's been times in my life where God has shown up through an opportunity such as speaking or a job when I was at my last little dollar, my last little coin. And all of a sudden, there was an opportunity that came up. God showed up. So when God shows up, he switches our, our route. All of a sudden, we have hope again. 
That's what the first candle is. It's hope. The church that we're in today. Hope. In relationships. Some of you guys have been in bad relationships before. Who's, been, who's married in here? Am I the only married person in here? Not many. Ooh, we. Y'all better be praying for your husbands and wives. <laughs> because that will show up unexpectedly. That really will. Because there have been people that have had previous relationships that weren't the best. But then all of a sudden they find their Prince Charming and their life gets shifted going into the right direction. You see it in relationships all the time where we have broken relationships then all of a sudden you find your right friend group. God shows up. That's what God is doing all throughout the Bible. He shows up in random conversations when you're going to the grocery store. And you, you know, you're heartbroken and somebody encourages you and you're like, oh, that was the death of the Lord. I don't know about you, but that's what happens to me often. Like when I'm down and maybe in my head a little bit and somebody says, don't you know that you got a beautiful smile? Like, oh, um, dang, I didn't. You start to, you feel different though, but I, I know it's funny because I, I, like I like to have fun, but, but isn't that true? How many people in here have had that experience at least once? So God has showed up in your life. Because he comes to bring hope. And that's what he brought to Mary and Joseph. And that's what he wants to bring to you. And obviously, we know he shows up in the Bible. He shows up in music, worship. Man, I don't know about you guys, but I would not have made it through a pandemic without Maverick City. <laughs> if anybody knows me, they know I love Maverick City. Why? Because they have answered the call. They were anointed to sing the word of God. And it shifted the way we worship. It shifted the whole spiritual realm. You guys got Jacob Her here. You got, you got my man here. You got my man Isaac here. You got the whole crew, a new worship. Because they was, and they brought the Maverick City vibe to this place. How many people were here two weeks ago when we was worshiping? Yeah, you guys came back because you guys are expecting something. Something in your heart is... Something, God has grabbed your heart and now you want more of it. The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. And this is why I think he keeps adding to the number. Because he's about to do something that's unexpected in his culture. Remember when he showed up in the burning bush with Moses, right? And he showed up unexpectedly in a bush. The bush did not burn, and he gave him a message. I have seen and I've heard the cries of my people. It's time to set him free. Unexpected. Dreams. Let's think about it. Joseph was approached by the angel in a dream, Mary and Joseph, but also Joseph had dreams too. Remember the dream that he had about his brothers bowing down to the grain? And Jesus is the bread of life. So they were actually bowing down to Jesus in the dream. Or Elijah, when he's running away, trying to hide, and he's hiding in a cave. God shows up again and says, Elijah, why are you here? God shows up in even a still small voice, unexpectedly. Daniel and the lion's den, put in the pig, you know, got the lions in there, ready to eat them. They go back and check on him. My man's still alive. He's chilling with the, the lions. What's that? What's that? And I was going to say Tiger King, but no, 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 no. 
And if we are live, I want to say hello to you guys, and I hope you guys are getting fed too. Um, God is moving um, in the earth, and he's doing something unexpected, but, ex- but for me, I know the king. I know Jesus. I know the king, and the king knows you by name. He'll show up for you in those random spots when you're in the car crying because somebody broke your heart. Or maybe you're going through the fire because you got the news that your mother or your your father or maybe your, your friend got cancer or something. He'll show up and be your provider. He'll comfort you. See, that's the God we serve. Not the God that some of these people put on us that is gonna bruise us and hurt us, but the God that actually comes alongside of us, God with us, Emmanuel. This is why this season is so special. More than ever before, I believe, because many people, you got two people out here, either, and you got to listen to what they say, either, man, this is a dark world we live in, which is true, but that only means one thing. The lights, us, get to shine bright. That is why, I, I, I pr- come on, bring the darkness on. Because the Bible says, creation is groaning. Creation is groaning, waiting for the sons and daughters to realize who they are. So as it gets darker, it will be exposed. That's why I always tell people, the world we're moving to in this culture, in this world, you're not just gonna get away with just flipping through the scriptures and just doing a devotional. Because that's not going to keep your flame lit. God wants more. God wants to give you a double dose, a double dose of his love and his presence. I mean, I'm feeling the spirit. I don't know about y'all. But the fiery furnace, this is the most popular one. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We talk about it all the time. King Nebuchadnezzar wanted them to bow down. Three boys said, no, we're not going to do it. They got thrown into the furnace. And King Nebuchadnezzar says this. How many people did we throw in here? Hmm. They said three. Well, I see a fourth person, and he looks like a son of God. This is Old Testament, people. Jesus has been here. We can go back to Genesis, and that's a whole other path. Because, you know, he says, we created the world with us, you know, and he was talking about the Holy Spirit, him. Too deep, I know. Um, But I just want to let you know, when you go through the fire, there's a purpose for that. There's a purpose on why we go through things. And that's my next thing I want to talk to you guys about, why God shows up. Because when God shows up, it is always for your benefit. Because all of those stories with the burning bush the dreams and everything. When he showed up, everything shifted from that point forward. Israelites were delivered. Joseph made it to the palace. Elijah got fed by the ravens, and eventually he was able to um, put his cloak on Elisha so the, so the prophets can continue to grow. The lion's den, he was saved, and Daniel got out, and the fiery furnace, the whole nation bowed down. When God shows up, there's a purpose. There's an intentionality to that. And when you tie that back into your life, I want you to consider this. 
before we just dismiss it, because if we think about the story of Mary and Joseph, when God showed up, Joseph didn't have to, and Mary, because I think a lot of times we put these two people on a pedestal, like we do Paul and Peter. But let, the, let, me, let me tell you this. They could have said no to the blessing. Think about it. They could have said no. When the angel showed up and said, you're about to be impregnated, she didn't have to go through with it. She didn't have to go through with it. Sure, the Bible says that, you know, that uh, Joseph was a, a righteous man, so he obeyed the law, and they were waiting to marriage to that, you know, not to, to get it on. <laughs> it's because she was a virgin. But that was still a choice. So they had to choose. And they chose wisely because of me. See, this is, this is how good God is. He uses ordinary people. Broken, people that have been through a lot, people that didn't grow up in the right family. And he chooses those ones. And he says, you know what? I'll be able to display my glory. He could have went to some of these mid-aged person, but he went to a 14-year-old girl. And the story goes on because remember John the Baptist? He was born through Elizabeth. Elizabeth, she was very old when he came through. And she had a husband that was named Zachariah, and Zachariah couldn't even speak because he didn't even believe God that it was going to happen. And sometimes that is us when we don't believe that God is that good. God is good enough to shift your whole situation. Because even your bad situation, some of us in here are in some bad situations right now. But if you look a little closer, I promise you God is there. Going into the new year, and as we celebrate Christmas before and the birth of Jesus Christ, the one thing that I always make sure that I say is, whatever burdens you're carrying, lay them down. Give it to him. Because that was the purpose, the reason why he came into the earth. He came. He told, he told Joseph that in the dream. The angel said, Joseph, I'm going to... Oh, yeah, your wife is pregnant with somebody else's baby. Um, it's God's baby. His name is Jesus. But he came to save his people, to deliver his people from their sins. That's what he told them. Joseph was a faithful man of the law. So Joseph, and I want to talk about this later because I'm actually going to get there. So I'm probably just going to drift there now. He brought Joseph hope straight up. Hope came into the world because Joseph probably already read the scriptures. And as he was reading and reading and reading and reading, he probably, the Holy Spirit probably reminded him what was foretold previously. And Joseph obeyed it. Mary obeyed it. She didn't know every answer. She didn't have the problem. So if she just said yes to God, don't you know that God would bless the yes? He needs looking for a few people that would actually step up and say yes. And I've seen some people, you guys probably know some of these people up here, correct? You guys see Kev, you guys know Eric, a couple other people. And the reason why I want to share this is because this summer, me and a couple other ministries, my ministry and a couple other ministries came together and we did revivals in these parks. And we brought a lot of people hope. 
A lot of those people were the first time they were able to really connect with God. And you can see the joy on their faces. The little kid. You got Kevin. I think Kevin was hugging his cousin. I, think, I believe it was his cousin. You got married couples here wanting to get rinsed off because they are believing in the promises of God, hoping that they will come to pass. That's the, that's the power of God. When he shows up unexpectedly in your life and he whispers and says, everything is going to be okay in the midst of chaos. It's trusting that little word because that little word will have a huge impact. And many of us in here have experienced that. Some of us haven't, but will. And I'm letting you know when it does, there's going to be some fear that's going to come inside you like it did Mary and Joseph. Because when you see an angel pull up, yo, the first thing they always did was they were always frightened in the Bible. It was like this reverence. It was like, what did I do? Or they, and they thought they were going to die a lot of the times because it was, it was so holy. But the angel always did one thing. You're good. Please do not be afraid. And it was like, and I can just picture it now, this perfect peace coming over them. And then they were able to receive the word. See, God, he's not just going to throw it on you. He'll approach you like a gentleman, like a good person that you are and say, hey, chill out. I know, I know it sounds crazy, but I need you to quit your job. <laughs> Put your two weeks in. But you know, my bills are behind. I know, but I'm going to need you to trust me on this one. That was me. Two years ago, before I fully stepped out and chased what God had for me, God whispered to me. I remember being at work and he said, now's the time. He's like, I need you to leave your job because I need you to prepare people for the celebration that was coming. I didn't have all the answers. My bills, they were, you know, they was paid, but the bank account wasn't hefty. (laughs) It wasn't. And I had every reason to say no. Just like Joseph and Mary, they had every reason to say no. But when God speaks, it's important that we know how to respond. So my question to you is, how will you respond when God speaks to you? Some of you have been, God has spoken to some of you guys already. Some of us are still holding on to what we know because we're scared of the unknown. We're scared to take that next step. We're scared because we don't have all the answers because we are human beings. We have to have our life mapped out because we're not sovereign. We don't know all things, but we are connected to the one that knows all things. That is what God is trying to get. Will you trust him? Will you trust him and be obedient like Joseph? Because at the end of that Matthew uh, chapter one, at the end, it says, as soon as he woke up out of that dream, he went and took Mary as his wife. He was on it. Mary, her faith got highlighted at the end. It said that she believed the message from the, from the angel and the angel bounced. She believed. And in the story, it goes on to talk about the story of Elizabeth and how she showed up into the house. And as soon as she walked into the house, Elizabeth, her baby starts to leap. And Elizabeth is filled with the Holy Spirit. And she says, blessed are you, woman. Mary didn't even tell her. I can go so much in this and I don't want to. But Mary didn't even tell her, or Mary didn't even tell her 
but she knew when she was in the presence of God. Don't you know when you get into the presence of God, you'll know. It'll shift everything. You'll have this perfect peace come upon you. You'll be feeling good. People will be acting like, why are you acting so different? But that's how it is when you're in the presence of God. You can't help but be transformed. You can't help but be different. And so, you know, expect the unexpected in this season. All right? Expect God to show up in new ways. You ready to see miracle signs and wonders that we talk about? Expect the unexpected. God is ready to use you, 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 all of you. All you have to do is say yes. Now more than ever before, we are living in the appointed time. The appointed time to raise up, to shine our lights so the whole world can see. My question is, What will you do? What will you choose? So let me pray this out. Dear Lord, I just want to say thank you for this moment. Thank you for showing up unexpected, doing what you do, speaking to the hearts of each and every person in this room. See, you are a God that can do so much in a little bit of time. But I pray, Lord, that this word, this seed, would actually start to grow, that they would have a desire to go swim through the Bible, Mm. They go swim through the Bible to find more truth so they can be set free. But thank you for Revive. Thank you for this Advent season as we prepare for you. Check our hearts. Know our hearts. Thank you for the worship team that is up here vibing. And thank you for anybody that came in here today, Lord. Today, I believe they stepped on holy ground. May they be transformed, renewed, rebuilt, restored. We love you. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening, everyone. Revive West Des Moines happens every Thursday night at Hope in West Des Moines, and we'd love to connect with you on social media. So find us and let us know where you're listening from. And whenever you're in town, we would love to have you come to Revive and join us live. Peace out, Scouts.